Welcome to Adventures of a 20-something podcast, where we explore the ins and outs of navigating life in your 20s. This is a podcast for all the other self-discoverers, all the other people in the pursuit of purpose, all the other 20-somethings not sure what the heck they want to do with their life. So let's figure it out together. With your host, a 24-year-old in a continual transition state of life herself, Ariana Sweetenich. This is the second episode in a five-part series on relationships in your 20s. I know, sounds super foreign to a lot of us, doesn't it? But I was able to learn some really cool stuff that I thought we could all benefit from. So here's our next guest. On this episode of Adventures of a 20-something, we sit down with Alex Orlando, military man, husband, and father of three. Alex has a lot more on his plate than most 28-year-olds I know. Learn about how he balances it all right here, right now. Hey everyone, I'm here with my new friend Alex. Um, Alex and I met at the NARMI conference in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, And so I have a lot of questions I have for him. Um, Alex, can you just take a second to introduce yourself to the listeners? Sure, so um, my name is Alex Orlando. I'm from Michigan, I currently live in Florida. I'm married with three kids of my own and I'm active duty in the Air Force. I work as a religious affairs airman. Awesome. And how old are you? I'm 28. So 28 with three kids. And you said you were fostering too as well, right? Yes, we are. My wife and I are foster parents. Wow. Oh my goodness. So how long have you been married for? Let's just start there. We've been married for seven years. Oh my goodness. So 21? Yes. How did you make that decision? Was it easy? Was it natural? How did that all go? Yeah, it was extremely easy. Um, I knew I wanted to spend the rest of my life with this woman and... The military has a funny way of saying if you're married, you receive a lot of benefits and your family will be taken care of. And mm. if you're not, they won't. So it was an easy choice for us that Makes sense. I wanted them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. And um, where? how long did, your, did you know your wife before you got married? Uh, we knew each other for one year. One year. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So you just kind of knew. Yep. And it, obviously it's been good so far for the seven right. years. Yes. Cool. And uh, when did you decide to have your first kid and how did that all go? So we had our first child together uh, two years ago. Uh, she turns two in four days. Oh, uh, sweet. Yeah. So um, I don't know. We, we kind of just knew that, you know, that we wanted a child. And uh, she said, Alex, I, I think I'm ready. And I said, okay, well, you're the boss, so... Let's make it happen. Nice. She's <laughs> yeah. the boss. Yeah, cool. oh, yeah. I can see how the marriage works out well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cool, cool. So being in the military, mm-hmm. um, do you have to spend a lot of time away from the home or um, are you able to be there for them all the time? Uh, so I have spent a lot of time away from the home recently. Uh, 2015, I was gone from January through August. Mm. And then 2016, I was gone from March through the rest of the year. And then 2017, I got back in June. So I was gone from January through June. Uh, And then I got back, I was overseas. And then when I got back from overseas, I had to go to school. So I was gone for an additional two months. So I got back with my family at the end of July. Oh my gosh, that's a lot. Yeah. So as a 28 year old, do you, feel like your friends are also in a similar stage in their life, being in the military? Are they also married with children? So, yeah, my friends in the military, um, 
Most of them are are older than I am. Just uh, most of my friends are from you know our kids' sports. So we have two older children that are from her previous relationship. Um, so we have an eight-year-old boy and a seven-year-old girl. And the eight-year-old boys in football, most of my friends I know are from football. Mm. So they're all older military members, you know, toward the end of their career um, that have eight-year-old children. So. so you have a lot of older friends. Yes. <laughs> and what about the people that you went to school with and stuff? Are, do you think that they're in a similar stage in their life or um, different? Yeah, no. So uh, most of them are, are either in a similar stage or close. Um, I just went to my 10-year high school reunion, mm. and uh, a lot of my good friends are either engaged or married, and most of them uh, either have a child or have one on the way. Okay, so, cool. Yeah. So do you feel like because your wife's two children are a little bit older, it made you kind of grow up faster? Certainly. Yeah, I, w- when I met them, I went from you know being kind of a young, careless you know, kid to uh, now being responsible for not just one more person, but three more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it definitely inspired me to to change some habits and, and make sure that I could provide for them mm-hmm. and not fail them. Mm-hmm. So how did you feel when you found out that she had kids? Did it, what, what, what was that thought process like? Um, so. Were you surprised? It, I was surprised, just, I mean, she didn't look like she had had children or eaten a carb in her entire life. So <laughs> I, I, was, I was a little shocked. Um, but once I found out, it was one of those things where, uh, you know, I, I, I valued the time that me and her spent together. And so if that was gonna be my way of spending more time with her, then that was what I was gonna do. Nice, so. very nice. Um, and how did you guys meet? Uh, we met in a bar and uh, we exchanged phone numbers. She never texted me. And then <laughs> we ran into each other at a Little Caesars because $5 hot and ready's were the way to go at 21. Yes. And uh, so we ran into each other and I said, please just give me a chance. Just give me one night, let me introduce myself. And, uh, and it worked. Nice, so, yeah. smooth skills. Yeah. All right. Um, so she played a little bit hard to get in the beginning. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she was, she was more nervous that um, I would be put off by her having children, mm-hmm. and she also didn't want to just introduce her children to some random person that she met in a bar and at a Little Caesars. Right. On paper, it doesn't sound it's not fair. <laughs> legitimate, <Yeah. laughs> but that's cool. That's, you know, life has a funny way of bringing people together. Right. That's really, really awesome. So, I feel, so has your 20s been a big period of like, learning about yourself and about life and like because you had to grow up so quickly kind of thing? Yeah, it's, my 20s have been incredible growth. I mean, I, I transitioned from, from a kid who was single, um, working emergency management, which is, is uh, kind of a unique job in the Air Force doing you know, natural disaster planning and, and preparation and then also chemical warfare planning and preparation and response. Uh, to meeting a woman, immediately becoming you know a father figure for two children. Um, we moved uh, three times. Uh, so we moved from West Texas to, she moved to Michigan and I moved to Turkey. And then we moved to Florida 
and then we moved off base in Florida. So we originally lived on base. Wow, um, lots of long distance. Right, I changed jobs. Um, so I went from um, doing that to working in a chapel um, and that came with a lot of you know new uh, experiences and requirements. Um, so yeah, my 20s have been a lot of emotional growth, a lot of, of uh, spiritual growth and, and mental growth for sure. And then we became foster parents. So. Wow, what led you guys to want to do that? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I God, I mean, God, okay. I mean, there's no, there's no other answer. We, yeah. we uh, had talked about it before. We had talked about wanting to change lives and children because we considered ourselves good parents. Um, that's definitely a subjective uh, statement. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, we we figured we could help somebody's life and. Uh, we attended a new church. It was the first church service we had attended, and they just so happened to be doing, for the first time ever, a foster parent orientation class. Wow. So we said, well, this That's is a, a sign. sign. Let's yeah. go. And so we did it. And now we're licensed, and we um, just had a temporary placement, um, our first one a couple weeks ago, and it went really well, and we're just you know pushing forward with what was that Never like? Leads. How old were they? What were some of the issues you guys faced? Uh, so it was an eight-year-old boy, mm -hmm. and I'll be honest, I mean, the biggest issue we faced was him leaving. Mm -hmm. um, he was a really good kid, and um, our eight-year-old has always wanted a brother. Oh. So it, I mean, they connected immediately. They both loved football. They both loved bowling and Nerf and, you know, all that stuff. And so they connected really quick. And uh, when he left, my son was just distraught. You oh, know, yeah. he, was, he was really, really upset about it. And um, I would say that was the hardest part of it. I mean, I mean, this particular child didn't give us any issues. He wasn't rude. He wasn't disrespectful. He was just a kid who, unfortunately, was placed in the system. Wow. So. Wow, wow, wow. So do you think you're going to continue to foster your children? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It was a good experience. Overall. It was. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and they won't all be like that. What but. did you learn about yourself through it? Uh, <laughs> a lot of a lot of patience. Mm -hmm. um, it's very it's very easy when dealing with your own children uh, to know that they are always going to be there, at least in their adolescence, um, and it's it's easy to to not be patient, to get snappy with them and to, you know, if, if you're busy doing something, the kid comes to say, not now, we'll talk about it a different time, right? Um, but with a foster child, we, we, we didn't only learn with the foster child, we learned how to be more patient with our own children because you have to be intentional, right? And so if a foster child came to us to tell us a story, that was probably a very important thing for them. And, uh, and we had to make sure that our own children, you know, it, it made us realize that our own children had very important things as well that we needed to, to take the time and listen to. Wow. Wow. So. That's awesome. So the listening thing was like a huge mm. skill that, Absolutely. that is a huge part of parenting, it sounds like for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so going into that, um, being here at this NARMI conference, yep. and you just went through the family wellness training for the Correct. last three days. Um, what, what led you to want to go through that training and what do you think you got out of it? Uh, so I wanted to go through that training because we've had, we had a similar presentation given to us uh, at our base mm -hmm. and we bought into the program and we thought that it would be a good thing for us. So um, I decided, I saw the opportunity open up that I could be certified in it and I said, this is, 
this is a good program that I can, you know, not only teach my family, but teach other foster families in our community, teach other, you know, families in our church community and, and definitely on our base. Uh, so it, it seemed like an easy fit. Uh, and what do you want to do with it now that you've been trained and certified? Yeah, we, we just want to expand. I mean, we, uh, I would, I, I plan on taking it back. Uh, foster parents are required to do continuing education. Mm. So I plan on taking it back and, and introducing it to um, the United Methodist Children's Network and offering to instruct some courses on it for foster parents who need continuing education because they learn a lot about what foster children are going to be like, but they don't learn a lot about what they are like and how they communicate with themselves, with their spouses and with their own children. That's so, so important. Mm -hmm. I think that one of the things that I learned from being at this conference, do you know what NARMI stands for? National? Association for Relationships and Marriage Enrichment. Thank you. I can never get it right. <laughs> um, but the thing that's like kind of stood out to me from this whole conference is there's a lot of focus on relationships and how right. to build healthy families and marriages. Um, but there hasn't been a lot of discussion about how to build a healthy relationship with yourself. And right. I think that that's the most important thing, mm -hmm. to have a good relationship with ourselves before we get into these other relationships. So I feel like that's the main takeaway that I've gotten from all of this, is it's awesome to have all these skills and this knowledge about relationships, but to start with yourself and learn more about yourself and what, what you do well, what you don't do well, mm -hmm. your defects, your strengths, everything. And from there, then you can you know, learn how to interact in the best way with other people. Right. Yeah, I would agree with that uh, 100%. I, the first you know, couple years of mine and my wife's relationship, um, it, it's always been good. I mean, when I look on a scale of like bad to great, you know, it's always been good. But I certainly, you know, without knowing myself and knowing that I wanted to be with her, it did cause some struggles, you know, because we, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know uh, how I was going to respond to different adversity and not knowing those things and then having to deal with them in real time. Sometimes you make rash decisions and you can't quickly recover from those. You know, you can lose trust. You can, you can offend. You can, I mean, it can cause more strife than, than if you would have just taken the time out to, to understand who you really are and what you want to be before, uh, bringing somebody else into the fold. A huge thank you to Alex for sharing his story with us on Adventures of a 20-something. And thank you to all the listeners as well. If you like this episode, you can rate it and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or whatever platform you are using. You can also follow our Instagram page at adventures underscore 20-something to connect with our wonderful guests. If you know anyone you'd like to hear on the podcast, send me a direct message on Instagram and we can make it happen. Keep listening in for more fun with some 20-somethings to come. Thank you.